Hi, I'm Sandy. And I'm George. And this is the All-Inclusive Resort Podcast. On this episode, we have All-Inclusive Resort news, and George is going to give us a review on his recent stay at Majestic Elegance Costa Mujeres. So let's go. All right, so first uh, article I want to talk about is just a little news story about um, the Omni Cancun has been converted to the um, to the Wyndham Grand, and this is the first Wyndham Grand in Mexico. So um, that's kind of cool news for their their um, resort chain. Um, it looks pretty nice. It's pretty big. (laughs) Um, it's going to be in the hotel zone. It's got 364 rooms, seven restaurants, um, five bars, four pools, a spa, a gym, all that good stuff. And kids club, of course. And they're going to be, um, they're accepting reservations now. Stays are going to start November 1st. Great. In my first article from... The Caribbean Journal, the Royalton um, is opening a Royalton Splash Riviera Cancun. It's set to open on December 20th. Um, it's part of the autograph collection by Marriott. Now, get this, it's got a total of 1,049 suites. So Ooh. this is not a small resort by, by any stretch. Um, it's a family-friendly property, which is great. It's got a huge water park, which Royalton seemed to be really pushing at all their resorts. Uh, it's going to have two lazy rivers, 14 water slides, two theaters, laser tag, 12 wow. restaurants, and nine bars. So, yeah, this is going to be, a, should be a great family destination option for us, um, for clients who are looking for something with a water park in Cancun. Because other than Moon Palace and the new Rio, can't think of a whole lot of resorts down there to have big water parks. Cool. Well, speaking of water parks, <laughs> um, yeah. the Hard Rock Punta Cana uh, has opened. They have an all-new water park, and this is in the Dominican Republic. And this one is ginormous. It's got um, 26 world-class water slides and nine high-speed slides for the older guests and eight kid-friendly slides and nine slides for children and teenagers. So pretty big. Um, there's going to be a food truck area with it. So that's cool. And that's all included. So it sounds really awesome. Food trucks seem to be the next big thing that all the resorts are kind of starting to bring in. Yeah. Well, I think it's a cool, it's cool because so many people like them and they're, you know, yeah. Yeah. They're easy. It's kind of like, it's kind of like bougie fast food, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Alrighty, so I'm really anxious to hear about your trip. I know you like this resort and you've been there before, but let's hear how it's updated. Because last time you went was like middle of COVID, right? So, Uh, yeah, it was last January of 2021. So it was 30% occupied. Yeah. You could literally sit. We always get a swim out suite, but I was sitting out on the patio. And if you saw five other people at a time, that was a lot. There was just nobody there. It it was really nice. (laughs) Traveling during COVID was such a unique moment in time. But um, but how was so? How was it now? Was it more um, more at capacity or? 
I would have thought so, but it never seemed really busy. Um, it's kind of got a unique layout, so uh, it, there's tons of swim-out suites, yet there's never anybody in the swim-out pools, which always seems weird. There's usually a few people around the swim-out bar, but I don't know if either the swim-outs weren't booked, or I don't know why you'd pay the money to book a swim-out suite and then go to the beach every day. It just seems a little bit weird, <laughs> but I'm sure there's people that did it. Um, so I asked the butler when we first got there, and I think he said it was somewhere around 65% full. Okay. It's I would still, imagine... It's not a huge resort, so it never really feels, feels crazy busy. I mean, the time you went, late August, you know, that's back to school, so you're getting yep. into the off-season. So, yeah, I could see that. Yep. A lot of times, though, I find that when they tell me the resorts are, like, 90% or, you know, filled or whatever, they don't they don't feel like it, you know, so... No. A lot of resorts are really good about that. So It's not like a cruise ship. When they're 90 and 100% full, it's like being at the mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You aren't going to the pool deck or getting in the no. pool. Yeah. So talk about, um, talk about the airport because they've changed some things up there too, right? They did. So um, it's kind of going airport by airport. But so far, they just added actually the week before we got there. Cancun Airport no longer requires the immigration paperwork. Yay. So you used to get paper. <laughs> yeah, you used to get two pieces of paper. I'm sorry, was it two or one? You would only get the one flying in. You, there used to be a health questionnaire that went away um, mm -hmm. since the COVID numbers have dropped, and then they finally got away from the immigration paperwork. So it was free. There was never any cost. I used to fill it out ahead of time in the computer and print it out, and yeah. it was basically a two-part form when you came in. They would fill out some information on the first half, write some info on the second half, and then rip it in half and give you the bottom part. And then you needed to return with that part on departure. If you didn't have it, it was somewhere between 40 and 60 bucks as a fee to get another copy of it. Yikes. Yeah, so it was a little crazy. <laughs> I wonder how much they made off that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I would think it was quite a bit, but... Um, so now what they do is they basically stamp your passport and mm -hmm. in the in the stamp it has a box that tells uh, it lists a date of when you have to be gone by and it's 180 days it's six months oh wow so, okay yeah no issue it made immigration this was the quickest i've ever seen it um, yeah and i don't know if it was just we got lucky and there we were the only plane coming in at that time but literally there were 15 people in front of us at customs. It was that smooth. Nice. And, uh, yep. No so you still have to walk claim. through. Oh, so after you yep. get your bags, do you still have to go through like the timeshare people? The, <laughs> the timeshare tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're still pretty bad. Um, I yeah. was talking to one of the shuttle people about that and why they don't give all these huge shuttle operations uh, inside booth i mm -hmm. don't know um nobody's really renting a car in cancun yeah most people are taking some sort of shuttle taxi or something um i wouldn't get caught dead driving in mexico <laughs> yeah but uh, i don't know i do one that was the one thing we did like about um punta cana the mm -hmm. timeshares there wasn't much of it and the tour company that we used to use had a desk inside so you could stand inside where it was air-conditioned, more uh -huh. or less, and, and wait for your shuttle to be ready. So what kind of transport did you use this time? Did you book private? 
Uh, I always book private, so yeah. um, it was my wife and I and our two adult daughters came with us. So yeah, we book private nonstop. Once you're really over like three people, it almost breaks even, and for four, it's cheaper to get private than mm-hmm. it is to get four shared seats. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to stop anywhere else. Nope. <laughs> or ride with strangers. Cool. And you got crushed in with 12 of your newest friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how far of a ride was it? Um, we got lucky. There was no traffic. Um, if you haven't heard, they're doing a huge construction project outside of the Cancun airport, and it's going to last mm-hmm. the next 18 months. Uh, depending on the day of the week and which direction you're going, dictates which side of the highway they're working on. Um, so if you happen to be going a particular way, I've heard that they're now picking up as early as five hours before your flight mm. instead of the traditional three. Yeah. Wow. So we got lucky and our driver was really good. He went through the hotel zone and bypassed most of the traffic, which was cool because I got to see all the resorts down that way that I've never seen before. And, uh, nice had a better idea of the area. So I always have people that say, yeah, I want to go to Cancun, but then I want to go out and eat at some local restaurants and do some local shopping and maybe go to a local nightclub. And, Mm -hmm. you know, where we usually stay, there's absolutely nothing out there at all. But yeah, yeah, in that downtown area, there were restaurants everywhere that you could walk across the street from your resort. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember all the shopping and stuff when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yep, some huge malls there. Yeah. So check-in at your resort, was it easy? Did you? Check-in was very easy. There was nobody there. Um, I found it interesting this time that we had booked um, the Elegance Club room, yet Mm -hmm. they didn't take us into the Elegance Club lounge to check us in. They did it at the front desk. So I don't know if there was nobody in there, exactly what was going on, but... Did you ever go I mean, back I, to the lounge for like any concierge stuff or anything? Uh, no. I, we used the bathrooms back there a couple of times and grabbed some water out of the coolers. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, other than, I mean, it was really no big deal. It was super yeah. fast up front. There was nobody in line anyway. So um, it was really interesting. We came in on a Wednesday and it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, things were pretty quiet, and then we noticed, like, Saturday, the buffet was really busy. Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday was a little less, and by Wednesday, again, it was empty. And it, okay. I don't know if there's just some weird traffic pattern where people seem to come in or do less days, and certain days are busier than others. I don't know. I mean, it weekends just, make sense, and if you live somewhere like Texas, you know, where it's not a far flight, I can yeah. see popping away for the weekend, you know? Yeah, three or four day. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it's totally normal. Yeah. yeah, it was just really interesting that some days the buffets were mobbed and we'd go yeah. pretty much the same time every day. Yeah. I can see that on the weekend. That makes sense yeah. to me. So did you get your swim out suites? We did. So yeah. um, we started going to Majestic Mirage in Punta Cana when they first built that and the swim out suites there were basically it's a one bedroom suite it's got a bedroom and a large bathroom and then a set of sliding barn doors and then another room that has a living room dining area and a second half bath Uh, they're a thousand square feet yeah they're huge great for families um Mm -hmm. 
because you can put the kids in the living room area with either a pull-out couch, Murphy bed, or they'll do roll-in beds. And then the adults have the other bedroom. And uh, it's great for privacy. You don't have to deal with the issue with kids taking a shower and you have to go sit on the balcony while they do it. it <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just worked out really good. The uh, So we booked the Elegance it's Elegance Club Swim Out Suite Outdoor Jacuzzi 18 Plus is the actual name of the room. Okay. Um, it's got a huge, because the room's so wide, it's got a giant patio with a jacuzzi tub outside. It actually has a plunge pool that's probably eight feet by four feet. I mean, there were two or three of us yeah. sitting in there with our floats floating around the little pool. Nice. Um, and yeah. then they have a sec- separate area just off of that that's like three or four inches deep with a couple of those plastic almost like s chairs that you can lay on if you want to yeah yeah and then there's five or six steps that go down from your patio into the full swim out pool Um, it's not private only to swim outs there are lounges and day beds across the pool on the other side so any resort guest that wants to is free to swim in there Um, we were three rooms down from the pool bar so that made it really handy when you needed a drink um uh, Personally, I just love swim outs. Um, yeah. I'm not a beach person. Um, I didn't walk down to the beach once the whole trip. I'm, <laughs> I'm a pool person. The so we're not going to ask you how the. Is, nope. Not going to ask you. Ask. How, was there seaweed? How was the? <laughs> was the beach? Was I can it big? tell you, my wife and daughters got up real early one morning when went down to the beach and walked up and down the beach a little bit. And yeah. They said the seaweed was really good. Now. The advantage okay. of being up in Costa Mojares is Isla Mojares, the island, is just mm-hmm. offshore. And it blocks a lot of the sargassum that comes in. So the resorts up that end of the of Cancun generally don't get as much. That's a good so tip. Yeah. That's really nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, of course, you are right on the coast of the Caribbean Sea or the Atlantic Ocean. I'm not sure which it is down there. But um, it's, it's windy and it's wavy. So if yeah. you're looking for calm you know lapping water like bali this isn't it it can get pretty rough and a lot of times there's yellow flags up so okay yep that's so that's like a trade-off <laughs> it is so if you have yeah. little kids you're gonna have to really keep an eye on them yeah yep so oh, but this resort people. is family resort right it's you just not where you were staying not the rooms you're in or no so it I don't know why they do this. It is a family resort, but it's barely a family resort. It's got to be 80, 85% adult only. And there's only two buildings. This resort's a little bit different. So when you request a room, you're not requesting a building. You're requesting a corridor. So each building's broken into down to one side versus the other. So if you want to say you want to swim out facing the jungle side or forest Mm -hmm. side, that would be corridor one, whereas corridor two is the swim outs that face the inside of the resort. So it's not a, so you can actually request a little more granularly the type of room or location that you want instead okay. of just saying, I want building one. So that part's really nice. So corridors one, two, three, four are all adult only, and then only build, uh, corridors five and six, uh, which is really two physical buildings, are family friendly. Okay. So, That's and in fact, I told you if I saw more than 15 kids there, that would be high. Okay. Just at this time of the year, yeah, with them all going back to school, there just wasn't a lot of kids there. 
Did you notice like kids clubs? Do they? Yeah, um, they definitely have two big kids clubs upstairs. It's broken down into two different age groups. They have one for more teen. They have a teen room, which had, you know, more like billiards and um, video games and that kind of stuff. And then they had a little kids club that had, you know, balls and toys and that kind of stuff. And we did see the club counselors a couple of times. One night we did go to dinner in the buffet the first night. By the time we got there, we were just too tired to dress up again for mm-hmm. dinner. So there was a kids counselor with two or three kids dragging them around the buffet, getting their food. So they will do that with your kids. And if you're okay. an adult and bringing your kids and you want a separate dinner, just you and your significant other, the kids club will take care of your kids. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yep. So what were the restaurants like? Did you have to make reservations? The only reservations you require are for teppanyaki tables in the French restaurant, Bistro, which we, I've looked at the menu every time we go and there's just nothing there that excites me, so I've never (laughs) done that. No. Okay. So no, most of the time there's no reservations. It's first come, first serve. Um, Restaurants open either at 6 or one opened at 6.30 and we'd get there at 10 after 6 and literally be one of the first ones in the restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was cool. service was quick, food was fresh and hot, in and out. Did you do the teppanyaki? We did. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Same as every other teppanyaki or who's <laughs> restaurant you've ever been. But they're to. also good. Yeah, they are. They good. are. Yeah, <laughs> the food's great. The chef was a riot. Um, you know, they did all the usual stuff with the making the heart out of the rice and that kind of stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, it was really good throwing the food at you so you can try to catch it in your mouth. <laughs> catch the shrimp in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything stand out about the food that you can think of that you want to mention? Um. Nothing special. The only thing I would say is to to me is a negative about Majestic is they only have three desserts on every menu. So there's mm-hmm. not a lot of selection. And there were a few nights where there was just really nothing that excited me all that much. And some mm-hmm. of their desserts were just not good. Yeah. Um, we had cheesecake one night. If you hadn't told really? me it was cheesecake, I wouldn't have known it was cheesecake. Oh, how yeah. do you mess up cheesecake? Huh? I, I <laughs> don't know. But, yeah, their desserts just weren't fantastic. Okay. Um, and us having come off, um, in August, we were at Unico 2087, mm-hmm. and food is a big thing for them. And their food was fantastic. It, by far, it was one of the best things about the trip was the food at Unico. And Majestic's yeah. food is good. It's not great. You'll never go hungry, but if you're looking for gourmet food, this is not the place to go. Okay. Okay, cool. So what about entertainment? Did you guys stay up late enough to see any shows? No. Shows don't start <laughs> till 9.30. Um, so after what about, dinner... Did your daughters we were, go see any? I mean, they're young. No. no? So, <laughs> no, we played cards in the room a few nights. We watched TV together. We did some YouTube videos. No, yeah. we just kind of hung out together most of the time. Um, oh, nice. Setting up for the show. Yeah. The theater's outside. It, it was outrageously hot this week. Yeah. It was literally 88 and outrageous humidity all week. It felt like 102 every day. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure yeah. I'd go back again in the end of August. It was just yeah. too hot. You, We'd get out in the floats in the morning and float in the shade and 
we slowly creep toward the wall as the sun would move. And then <laughs> you'd move from the pool up into the little plunge pool for a couple hours. And then once the sun hit you, that was it. You were done. And yeah. now it was just too hot. Wow. Even too hot to sit in the pool. <laughs> the, wow. The, the, there was nothing refreshing about that pool. Oh, yeah. They Our neighborhood pools like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they I needed mean, an ice truck with 20-gallon blocks of ice and start dropping that in there. And then the next day, it'd be just as warm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you go be... in the morning, yeah, and it's yeah. just hot. It's like uh, taking a bath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know how that is. Ugh. All right, so, so did you do any off-site stuff? Did you leave the resort doing excursions? So we didn't do any excursions. My daughter and I did, um, I actually took her along for a couple of site inspections. So we did visit oh, cool. a couple of the resorts while we were there that I wanted to see. But um, Costa Mujeres is, is north of Cancun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking to do cenotes and jungle and um, the ruins, they're the way down the other end Mm -hmm. so it's a really long ride okay so if those kind of things are really what you're interested in you should look at a resort um, down in the playa del carmen or at least south of the hotel zone yeah to get to a lot easier there's really not much other than um, going out to islu mahares to the island and i heard kind of mixed things that it used to be better but now it's so touristy that it's just not the same so we ruined well, we it. Didn't, somebody <laughs> ruined it, yeah. So we We're didn't bother going out there. We ruined it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. Cool. That's fair. All right. So after your, you were like a week there, right? Were you there a whole week? Yeah. We checked. Uh, we arrived on Wednesday, left on Wednesday. Yeah. Nice. Seven night, eight days. So great. how was your checkout process? Did you guys have later flights so you could relax a little bit before you left? So the butler came down and said, what time's your flight? And I said... 345 the shuttle's picking us up at 1150 and he said okay do you want bags um bell services and i said sure send them down so they showed up at about 1130 so if 11 o'clock's the checkout they weren't didn't seem to be any rush to get us out of there so yep so they came down picked up the bags and brought us up and you just go up and sit in the um, lobby we did the checkout Um, one thing that was interesting they used to let you take the wristbands but mm-hmm. now that the wristbands are RFID and open the doors, they cut the wristbands off and keep them. Interesting. Yep. Okay. So it's not like a magic band. It's like a like something that won't fall off. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. When okay. they put it on with a pair of pliers. Yeah, it's, oh, right. Okay. And they told you it's, it's like $50, I think, if you lose it. So, hmm. yeah. Keep an eye on your kids if you give them a wristband <laughs> to open the door. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, cool. Yep. So it was four hours enough time to get to the airport and check in and get yeah. ready for your flight? Yeah, we got, cool. at first we hit some traffic and I'm thinking, oh man, it's 12, it was like 1220 or 1230 already. Like, we're not going to yeah. get there in time. But the way he had went, we only hit traffic for about a mile. And then we were on the corner and oh, there's the airport. So no, it was pretty good. The That's shuttle good. driver did a great job avoiding what he could. Yep. And I think now that we don't have to test to get back to the U.S., I I know I sent people there, and they were so they were texting me from the security line like we're not going to make our flight. We're not. There's only like two agents here checking everybody's tests, and yeah, they made it. But I mean, that was a nerve wracking time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So All at right. the if you've never flown out of Cancun, you know that when you when your shuttle drives up, there are 
airport bellhops, I guess, or luggage services people that come out to meet the shuttle. And during COVID, when there was a lot of paperwork, they did have some extra value. Um, but at this point, he came out, picked up the bags, took us over to the self-service kiosk and printed out the boarding passes. But because they need to see your passport, they you can't do all of them. Hmm. So you still have to go up to the Southwest counter, in our case, Southwest, to check hmm. your bags. And they went through everybody's passport again and reprinted all the boarding passes. So okay. that really didn't save us any time. Um, so at this point, I'm not sure what the benefit really is for them. Are you supposed um, to tip them? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Mexico. You tip everybody. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the only other thing I did was the uh, visit tax. Mm-hmm. Familiar with that? No. Okay. So it's something they recently started. When you used to go to Punta Cana, there was a $10 tax right. for every passenger that came in. You could do it ahead of time on the website. And then eventually they built it into the flight. Well, Cancun started something like that. I think it was last year. Um, but they didn't build it into the flights. You're supposed to pay it separate, but they don't really do a good job of collecting it. I tried to pay it twice on the website, and it wouldn't go through. So they do have a team of people at the airport waiting for you before you go up the escalator security to get you to pay it. So I did pay it. Um, It's a little misleading because it says it's something like 441 Mexican pesos, which when you convert it to U.S. dollars is about 13 but what they actually charged me was $19.80 per person because there's a taxes and fees on top of it. Huh. Which so doesn't actually show when. <laughs> apparently. Wow. Yep. So it was almost, for the four of us, it was almost an extra 80 bucks. Wow. In taxes. Yeah. Okay. Which I think it's a little bit high. I mean, if you're Cancun and. You need some extra money, increase the property taxes on the resorts. Don't don't well, charge maybe, 20 bucks to every traveler. Maybe this is taking the place of you having to keep up with that little sheet of paper. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That could be. I mean, <laughs> they might be coming out ahead if that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yep. I mean, I just think, you know, if you have to, if, you, if that's the thing, I think bundling it into your airline ticket is probably a good way to make sure everybody does it. And then you don't have to hassle people and people don't think about it anymore because it's already paid for up front. Yeah. Uh, I agree. That's another thing to know. Okay, cool. So any final thoughts on your trip? I've gone to Majestics now three, four, seven times. Wow. Um, Yeah. This is my second time to the one in Mexico. And actually, four, three or four times the one in Punta Cana. Um, when I'm looking for a resort, if I don't want to spend a ton of money, but I don't want to stay at a budget-friendly resort, Majestic's my go-to. I think mm-hmm. they have a great product at a really good price. Uh, they have a great selection of rooms. The food's good. The hotel's clean. Um, staff is friendly. Uh, they they do everything just really well. Um, so if you've never been to an all-inclusive resort and you're looking for one, this would be one of my recommendations. Give okay. Majestic a try. It was the first one I ever went to. It sounds like it's pretty solid. And if you've been that many times and you consistently had good service and experience, I think that says a lot. So, cool. Yep, I never hesitate to book a trip to Majestic. 
Nice. All right. Well, it's time to wrap up the show. Hopefully, we were able to educate and entertain you a little bit. If you'd like to support the show, the best way is to book your next all-inclusive vacation through us. You can reach me at sandy at outlandertravel.com and george at george at outlandertravel.com. Um, if you have topic ideas or you'd like to come on as a guest and tell us about your all-inclusive resort vacation, you can reach us at the show at podcast at the allinclusiveresortpodcast.com. Until next time, hopefully we'll see you at the resort. See ya.